0: Add a little dose of magic to your day. This is Magic and the Law of Attraction with Madame Pemita, episode 47. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Madame Pamita, and you're listening once again to Magic and the Law of Attraction, the podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. Welcome to episode 47 of Magic and the Law of Attraction. What are the different kinds of spell candles? Come on, baby, light my fire. Well, you know what I'm going to say. Candles are the best. And if you are into witchcraft and magic, you have probably done at least a few candle spells in your life. But did you know that there are different kinds of candles that are optimized for your magic? Tapers, Figural candles, vigil candles. There are so many options. How do you know which one is the best for your spell? Well, in this episode of Magic and the Law of Attraction, I'll be going over all the different kinds of candles you might encounter. I'll guide you on which ones you may want to use for different types of spell work and give you the basics on how to use my favorite types of candles for your magic. But before we go into that, I've got a couple announcements to make. Did you know that I have a brand new book out? Baba Yaga's Book of Witchcraft is an exciting book of ancient Slavic magical practices. In this book, you'll sit at Baba Yaga's side and listen to her stories about the birth of the sun, the land of the blessed ones, and the spirits that live right beside us. More importantly, you'll learn the secrets of her magic, crafts, Talismans, inscriptions, incantations, and rituals that will allow you to discover your own Baba Yaga within. Each chapter develops the fairy tale of Vasilina, the girl who is sent to the frightful witch, and Baba Yaga herself narrates explanations of folklore represented in the tale. And then I, Madam Pamita, come in and complete each chapter by sharing how to put the elder witch's wisdom into practice with instructions for Ukrainian folk embroidery, weaving wreaths from herbs, using magical puppets, and working with the spirits of the forest, the hearth, and the sauna. With more than 50 illustrations and a bounty of tips and information, this book, teaches you to embrace the beauty and power of these traditional practices as you learn to reclaim your personal magic. This book comes out April 8th, and you can pre-order or order yours from all of the usual places. IndieBound, bookshop.org, barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, or as I prefer, call up your local bookshop or metaphysical store and pre-order it from them. You could also pre-order or order a personalized signed copy directly from me by going to babayagasbookofwitchcraft.com. And while you're there, you can get a sneak peek at chapter one. Find it all by going to babayagasbookofwitchcraft.com. So let's light this puppy up, jump into today's topic, and talk about the different types of candles used in magic, and how they can be used in your spells. Well, the first kind of candle I want to talk about are taper candles. Taper candles are those candles that are long and slim. We see them when we see candles in a candelabra. Um, You might see them in a candlestick. Those are those long, slim candles. Taper candles actually, though, come in many sizes, not just the tall size. We also have tall thick tapers. We have chime candles, which I call slim tapers. We even have birthday candles. They are considered taper candles. I call birthday candles that we sell at the Parlor of Wonders tiny tapers. That just shows that they're a taper candle. Tapers can be used for spells on their own, but where they really, really shine is when they're added as additional candles to a spell when you want to add some extra power or customize a spell or add some variation on the energy. When we do that, we call those support candles. Support candles are extra candles placed around a main candle. That main candle is sometimes called the master candle. When we use support candles, we can bring in different colors, different oils, and different herbs than the ones that we use on the plain master candle. These are ways that we can really customize a spell. For example, you might have a spell for passion, red master candle. Maybe it's a, a lover's passion candle in red, but maybe you want a little romance with that passion. Well, you could bring support candles in pink and put them around your master candle and have, you know, maybe true love or um, uh, faithful marriage oil or all kinds of different oils that you can put on those candles that are support candles and add a a customization to your master candle. Taper candles are great as support candles, but they can also be used on their own. They're great for multi-day spells. If you have a tall taper that's 12 inches tall, 10 inches tall, you can divide it into sections and burn a little bit each day for a multi-day spell. Another way you can use tapers for a multi-day spell could be to, for example, get a small candle like a tiny taper, birthday candle size, or a slim taper, chime candle size, and burn one taper each day over the course of a certain number of days. You can also use those slim, tiny, small candles individually if you need a quick and focused spell and i'm going to talk about that at the end of our podcast when i give some suggestions on how to use these candles taper candles are one of my favorite and i'm going to give you some ideas on why you might want to use a small candle for a quick and focused spell now the advantages of taper candles is that they are readily available you can find them almost anywhere. Every, you know, any store has a taper candle. They're they're not hard to find. They come in a variety of colors. I mean, you really can find any color under the sun in a taper candle. They're generally fragrance-free, so you don't have to worry if you have fragrance sensitivities. And you can also add your own herbs and oils to them and not worry that they're going to clash with the fragrance in the candle. Most taper candles are made with paraffin. Those are the ones you find in the supermarket and regular stores, but the best quality ones are made out of beeswax because they bring in the energy of the bees and they're so delightful and delicious to work with. They're really, really powerful to work with. I always think that, and I say this all the time, they're clean burning, they clean the air and they really bring the energy of all the flowers that the bees have visited and the bee energy themselves. So beeswax, you know, is my jam. I love it. Now, another kind of candle that you might encounter as you're doing um, candle work would be a pillar candle. Now, pillar candles are also, you know, stand up straight. Pillar candles are thicker cylinders, and pillar candles generally are able to stand on a tray or a dish without a candle holder. For a taper candle, you're either going to need to affix it to the tray or dish, or you're going to need to put it in a candle holder. Pillar candles don't have that issue, though. Pillar candles can are usually considered decorative candles. We find them at spas and home stores and gift shops. They're often decorative. They're often scented. They're freestanding candles that you can just put on a tray or in a holder of some kind. And they're wider than tapers and generally have a flat bottom, which allows us to just set them on a dish or a tray. Now, pillar candles come in a real variety of sizes. Taper candles come in a few varieties, but pillar candles, there are so many varieties. They can be super tall and uh, they can be super wide. They can be skinny. They can be short. Even tea lights are considered a pillar candle. Short little squat tea lights are a type of pillar candle because you can set them down and they can just burn by themselves. But we also see big pillar candles where they have you know, something that's really big and it has to have multiple wicks so that it can burn. So we see pillar candles in a real variety of sizes, tall, short, thick, thin, all of it. Now, pillar candles are generally larger than our taper candles and are generally burned over the course of several days. Now the advantages to pillar candles is that they are large and so they can be inscribed with names, wishes, sigils, or even really long and detailed intentions of what you want that candle to do magically. Many pillar candles are scented with fragrance, which, if you like fragrance, can work like incense to imbue a space and be a carrier for your intentions. Now, when you're looking at scented candles for magical purposes, the best ones contain at least some essential oil and perhaps even some herbs, which can support and strengthen your intentions. Smaller pillars and tea lights can also be used like small tapers when you want to do a quick spell, or they can be added like small tapers as support candles around a master candle. You can also do a quick spell, like I said, just burn a little you know, tea light for a quick spell, or you can burn some of those smaller pillars and tea lights one each day over the course of many days if you want to do a spell over many days. So there you have pillar candles. Another type of candle that we see being used in candle magic, and people are very familiar with these, are vigil candles and jar candles. So vigil candles are sometimes called seven-day candles, novena candles, or sanctuary candles. And they are tall candles. They're pillar candles, basically, in glass, encased in glass. And they can be made of beeswax or paraffin. And they're in this tall, slender glass jar. So they're like a pillar candle that's been poured into a glass jar. Now, originally, these candles were only seen in Catholic churches where parishioners would go in and make an offering and light a candle for their prayer. But now we really find them everywhere. You can find them in botanicas, metaphysical stores, and we even see them in supermarkets. I mean, you can find them in Target. I've seen them in Target, a grocery store, everywhere. Now, originally these candles were bigger than they are today, nowadays, and they were burned for nine continuous days. That's where the word novena comes from. It comes from the Latin word novem, which means nine. And so a novena was a nine-day prayer. And so you would light this one candle and let it burn in the church for nine days or in your home for nine days as a nine-day prayer for a certain outcome. But nowadays... um, manufacturers have gotten a little skimpier and cheaper and the glass has gotten smaller and skinnier. And so these candles that we see that are quote unquote novena candles probably won't burn for nine days. They generally burn for about five to seven days if they're burned continuously. Now, if you're going to burn them continuously, I recommend that you are very, very cautious and careful because all kinds of crazy things can happen with any kind of candle. And I always say, snuff your candle out and then relight it when you return, when you get back home, snuff it out when you leave the house or go to sleep. And then when you return or you wake up or you're going to be around, you can light it again. And it doesn't affect your magic negatively to do that. And it's much, much safer. You know, there's no point in doing a spell if you, you know, burn down your house, right? So I always recommend snuffing them out if you go to sleep or, um, you know, snuffing them out if you leave the house. These Vigil Candles are usually fragrance-free, and they can be found in lots of colors, including multicolored versions of these candles. And we're going to talk about multicolored candles in a minute. When you purchase a Vigil Candle through a spiritual shop, they can be purchased one of two ways. They can be purchased plain. Um, so that you take it home and you add your own oils or herbs to them. Or they can be purchased dressed and blessed. That's sometimes referred to as a fixed candle, which means that someone in the shop has added spiritual oils and or herbs that are aligned with your spell work and prepared it for you so that you don't have to think about what oils, what herbs. You don't have to have those things on hand and someone can do it for you. Now, the glass holders of these candles can be plain or they can be silk screened or they can have paper labels with words or images on them. There's another kind of um, sort of variation on the vigil candle, which are refillable candles. These candle refills, which are called pullouts. Can be added to an empty glass holder. So if you have a glass holder from a previous candle spell, you can use that glass holder again and again by putting a pullout inside of the candle refill. You know, put that, that refill that glass with a pullout. You can also do beautiful things with pullouts. And I uh, talk about this in my book, The Book of Candle Magic. Um, There's a store in New York, Enchantments, which is very, very famous for um, carving and putting glitter and oils on their pullout candles before they put them in the glass. And they just look absolutely gorgeous. Now, if you have a vigil candle, one of the advantages to it is that you, if it's a plain one, you can put... Um, images and words on the glass of the vigil candle to customize it even more. Now, the images and words that are already already printed on a candle can give even a novice spellcaster a clue as to what the candle can be used for. So if you don't know color magic at all and you're not sure what color you need, but you see a candle that says, for example, uh, love me, and it's a red candle, you don't need to know that red is for love spells because the candle, the image and and the words on the candle tell you what it can be used for. However, one of my favorite ways to use candles, uh, vigil candles, is to decorate them myself, right? You can decorate the glass of your vigil candle with paint pens, with permanent markers, with stickers, or you can even design and make a label with your personalized intention using a computer printer and sticker paper. Now, when you're purchasing a vigil candle, you should know and make sure that you know whether the candle is going to be plain or dressed with herbs and oils or fixed, as we call it. So if you are an experienced spellcaster, you might want to get a plain candle so that you can dress it with oils and dress it with herbs. Um, But if you purchase, as I mentioned before, purchase a candle that has already been dressed and blessed by an experienced experienced practitioner, it really makes your spellcasting very easy because... You, all you have to do, it's ready to go, is maybe put a petition paper underneath, speak your spell words of intention, and light that candle knowing that it's ready to go. You don't have to have knowledge about the herbs, oils. You can just do your spell because that trusted practitioner has put it together for you. Now, another variation on a vigil candle is a jar candle. So a jar candle is also a candle that comes in a glass container. But we call jar candles any candle that comes in a glass container that's not that long, skinny cylinder shape. So this could be a big, fat, wide candle, or it could be a little short one, but it's a candle that's poured into a glass jar. Now, jar candles are generally poured beeswax, paraffin, soy wax, palm wax, or sometimes even gel wax. And mostly jar candles have a fragrance added. You can find these jar candles at any really gift shops, spas, home stores, or, and they're usually used to give scent to a space. You know, you see them everywhere. Um, however, you can find magical variations on jar candles that incorporate herbs and essential oils and even gemstones for magical purposes. When you purchase these ones that have the herbs in them, I always caution you, be careful and make sure they're not too many herbs. You don't need a lot of herbs on your candles. and a lot of herbs when the candle burns down to the bottom those herbs will catch on fire and create a big fire and crack your glass. So make sure that if you're buying ones that have already have herbs and essential oils or gemstones in them, that the herbs aren't too much. They just need to be a little pinched. More than that, you run into some problems with things catching on fire. Now, another sort of variation on the glass encased candle concept are votive candles. So votive candles are smaller pillar candles that are meant to be placed into a small glass container. Traditionally, these candle containers, these glass containers were red, and they were sort of a smaller one-day version of that sanctuary candle or that vigil candle. Now, unlike vigil candles, votive candles and their glassware are often sold separately. You're expected to use that that vigil, that votive candle holder over and over again and just insert a vigil, a votive candle, sorry, a votive candle into that glass um, each day that you were doing these this spell work or this prayer. Now, like vigil candles, votive candles were originally found in Catholic churches, and You would have a choice when you went to Catholic church. You could either get that big nine-day novena candle, or you could get that smaller votive candle and make a smaller donation and just light one of those candles for a one-day prayer. Votive candles usually burn in a matter of hours, and so they're considered a one-day spell candle. And like smaller tapers and tea lights, they're great for multi-day spells with one candle burned each day. Many votive candles can be scented. We find lots of scented versions which can enhance their intent. And we can even find ones that are created for magical purposes, which are loaded with essential oils and herbs that offer specific support for your spell. Plain ones are just like our regular tapers and so on. They can be dressed and blessed by the spellcaster. caster. Unlike vigil candles, it is not typical to find a votive that is custom dressed and blessed or fixed. Buy a spell worker for you, like a vigil candle. So you're gonna have to do it yourself or you buy one that already has a fragrance or oils or herbs already in it as it was made, all right? Another kind of candle that we wanna talk about when we're talking about spell candles, of course, the most famous one, the one that everybody loves, I think. I mean, everybody's very, very into it. I'm very into it. It's probably my favorite kind of candle, are figural candles. Figural candles or image candles are candles that are molded into a representational shape. It might be a human figure, a cat, a pyramid, an angel. I mean, if you go to the Parlor of Wonders, you're going to see dozens of styles of figural candles. And figural candles are like a visual talisman that can add an extra degree of support to your spell work. You think about like how a, I know, a symbol can add that extra magic to your spell. And that's what these do. Every time you look at a figural candle, you're like, ooh, look at that beautiful cauldron candle that I'm using to create transformation in my life. Or look at that lover's passion candle that's going to bring a romance into my life. So it really has that association that's very, very clear. And they just absolutely look witchy when you're working with them. So just like I give the example that like a horseshoe is more than just a U-shaped piece of iron, a figural candle offers that symbolic focus and it really can add juice to your spell through that visual imagery and through that symbolism. Now figural candles are generally made with plain and unscented wax. They can be paraffin or they can be beeswax. We make beeswax one at at the Parlor of Wonders. So they're therefore more empowered when you dress them with oils and herbs for your magic. You can place the herbs around the candle. You can dress the candle with oil. You can sprinkle light herbs on the candle, not too much. You don't want it to catch on fire, but you can sprinkle that. You can put glitter on them. There's all kinds of things that you can do with a figural candle. Figural candles are great because they can be burned for spell work by themselves or they can be alongside another figural candle or they can be used with taper candles as support candles. So they have a lot of versatility to them. Another unusual kind of candle that we can use in our magic, and I think it's a really fun way to work it magically, is working with floating candles. So floating candles are small figural candles that are shaped so that they can very easily float in a bowl of water. Usually they're wide and short, you know, flat and like plate shaped in some way. Floating candles are made with plain wax, and so when they're used for spell work, they should be used and dressed with oils and herbs. And the unique part about them, as I mentioned before, is that they can be floated in water. Well, if you start thinking about your magic, you can start getting to some really interesting ideas with this. You can float a floating candle, and special water. You might have holy water or water from a special holy site or water that's been charged under the full moon or water that has been infused with herbs or or water with gemstones and talismans added to the bowl. It's just a beautiful, beautiful way to work. Floating candles don't have to be floated in water, though. They can be, but they can also be burned on a tray or dish, just like a regular figural candle. Getting on to another favorite candle of mine, we're going to talk about double action candles and triple action candles. So double action candles are large pillar candles or taper candles that have been poured or dipped so that half the candle is one color. Um, Could be like, for example, red, yellow, blue, green, or and the other half of it is black. So you have black and another color. And these candles are like burning two spells in one. So generally, they're used to send negativity back to its source. You burn the black half first to send back that negativity. And then the colorful half is burned to bring in blessings. And the color that you choose can be associated with the kind of blessings that you want to bring in. Now, generally out in the world, we find these candles in red, green, and white, half red, half black, half green, half black, half white, half black. However, at the Parlor of Wonders, we make our own. And because we are able to make our own, we can make them in every color. So if you want to get a double action candle in yellow, let's say, or blue, you can do that at the Parlor of Wonders because we have blue and black, yellow and black. We have all the colors available. Now, triple action candles are like double action candles, except that they have three colors, with a top third, a middle third, and a bottom third being different colors. Now, these are jumbo candles, just like the um, double action candles, and they start out as one color, but they're, the two ends are dipped in different colors to create this tricolor effect. So, when you work with a three triple action candle, a three color candle you can burn them for different aspects of a single spell. So you could use um, like, you know, let's say, for example, you use a green and white and red candle. You could burn the green section for bringing in prosperity, the white for bringing in blessings and the red for bringing in love. And you have all of that showing up in one spell and it's really a fun way to work. Triple action candles can also represent any divine trinity, triple goddesses, a holy trinity, and so on. And they can be used as altar candles or spirit candles or blessing candles to invite these deities and spirits into your spell work. Last one that I'm going to talk about in terms of candles are reverse action candles. So reverse action candles are colored candles. Usually they're red, but they're coated on the outside with a layer of black wax. And these candles are used to reverse negativity and send it back to where it came from. They can be extra large taper candles or pillar candles, jumbo candles as we call them, but they can sometimes be found in figural candle shapes like human shapes and so on, which can also add that symbolic dimension to your spell work. Lastly, I wanna talk about other kinds of multicolored candles. You can get vigil candles also in multiple colors. 2 3 you can even go up to 7 different colors of wax that are poured into a glass container and these multicolored candles can be used to address just like the you know triple the triple action candle these can be used to address more than one issue in a single spell for you for example you might find a road opener candle with layers of orange green and yellow wax for opportunity prosperity and luck so that's an example of that So there you have an overview of, I think, pretty much every kind of candle that you might use in magic. In a minute, I'm gonna teach you some of my very special favorite ways of using these candles to be optimized for your spell work. But did you know that you can become a candle magic master yourself with my book, The Book of Candle Magic? If you're ready to go on a deep dive into candle magic and learn how to create custom spells from scratch, then you'll want a copy of The Book of Candle Magic. It's really my ultimate guide to candle magic success. Unlike most candle magic books out there that just give you recipes for candle spells, the book of candle magic actually breaks down each and every aspect of candle magic for you so that you can create your own customized spells from scratch and understand each element of your spell and how it supports your intention. So whether you're a beginner or an experienced candle witch, I know you will find something to amplify and empower your candle magic in this book. I guide you each step of the way as you perform your spells and help you to gain confidence in the spells that you do create. The Book of Candle Magic empowers you to manifest more happiness, love, prosperity, and fulfillment. You can learn to make candles from scratch, do candle readings, start your personal grimoire, add some pizzazz to your rituals, we love pizzazz. Come on, let's be real. And so much more. It's just a great book. So it's time to reclaim your birthright of using fire to reach your magical goals. And the Book of Candle Magic shows you how. So you can get that book at your favorite bookseller, or you can purchase a personalized signed copy from me at theparloreofwonders.com. Go to Parlorofwonders.com or you can go straight to thebookofcandlemagic.com, and you can order your signed copy today. All right, let's get into some of my favorite ways to work with these candles. So, here's some ideas on how you can work with these different kinds of candles to make amazing spells. If you want to know more about them, go to the book of candle magic and you, it's really broken down for you on how to do these things. But I'm just going to give you sort of an overview. So, first of all, tall tapers. I love a tall taper, and there are beautiful ways that you can use tall tapers in your magic. Tall tapers are really, really excellent when you want to do one spell over many days. And the way I love to work with a tall taper is to take a little knife or an inscribing tool and divide it up into segments on that candle. Just make a little cut, a little line, and divide it into a certain number of segments. You can choose the number that works best Numerologically, with your spell. Maybe you want to do a three day spell or a nine day spell or a 13 day spell. A tall taper is totally versatile. You can cut into, you can divide it into as many little segments as you want or as few. When you carve those lines on it, you just burn one segment each day and then you have your 13 day spell. You don't have to keep track of it. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to wonder about it. It's right there in front of your eyes and you just watch and see. And when it reaches the next line, You snuff it out and you light it up the next day. Beautiful, beautiful way to work with tall tapers. Slim tapers, also known as chime candles, are great when you want to support a bigger figural candle. You want to bring in a support candle. You want to bring in some other colors. You might have a spell going. Maybe you've done a spell... And you want to keep that energy high. So maybe you did a big spell to get into college and you're waiting to hear on the results. Well, you could light a little chime candle each day and until you get your answer that you've been accepted to that college, that can be a great way to work with a a slim taper and keep that energy going until you get that acceptance letter, for example. You could also work with a slim taper or even a tiny taper birthday candle sized candle when you need to set off a spell immediately or almost immediately. I've done this before. Maybe you have something you need right now today and you have to finish that candle spell. Your pet ran away and is lost and you want your pet to come back right now. So you can burn a little birthday candle, dress it with oil, treat it as you would any candle, dress it with oil, maybe a little bit of herbs, and burn that candle in six to 10 minutes and send out that energy to bring your pet home safely. Great example of how to work with those tiny tapers for fast spells. Now, vigil candles, um, when we work with a vigil candle, we can dress a vigil candle ourselves. You can have someone dress it for you, but you also You know, I trust you guys. You can dress a Vigil Candle yourself. And so the way I recommend working with a Vigil Candle is to take a sharp implement. I like to use like a metal chopstick, but you could use a screwdriver or a ice pick or something like that. And poke seven holes in the top of your candle in a circle around the wick with that tool. Then with your favorite oil, you can drop one drop of that spiritual oil in each of the holes and speak your spell words. You can put a tiny pinch of herbs on top of all that. Maybe you want to sprinkle some colorful glitter that matches your candle color or brings in an alternate color or add some color to your spell. Now, you can decorate the outside. As I mentioned before, the outside of the glass can be decorated with words and sigils and symbols or magical designs. You can use a paint pen, a permanent marker, stickers, whatever you want to decorate the outside of that. Place a petition paper under that candle. Hold your hands over the candle before you light it and bless that candle. Visualize your intention, pray over it, speak your words of intention, speak your incantation, and then light your candle as you speak that intention. When you go to sleep at night, you know what to do. Snuff out your candle if you leave the house or go to sleep, snuff out your candle and then relight it when you return. Last one, last favorite I'm going to share with you is a double action candle. With a double action candle, you're going to choose a candle color. It's going to be black and another color. And you're going to choose that other color based on what is most closely aligned with your objective. If you want to know more about color magic, listen to my early podcast episode. I think it's episode number two or three, where I talk about color magic and you can learn all about that. When you figured out what color is most closely aligned to your objective, Spells objective, then you are going to do what we call butt the candle. But the candle means cut the top off the colorful part and make the black part the new top of the candle. You're going to turn that candle upside down. Now, one of the great things about the ones that we make at the Parlor of Wonders, I got to give a little plug here, because We've done this. I've done this work so long. I'm always like, why don't they make a double action candle with a wick at both end, And then you can cut off the wick that you don't want to use. So we did it. So we have these double action candles that have a wick sticking out of the black end and a wick sticking out of the color end. And if you're going to turn that candle upside down, as we recommend, cut off the top of the colorful part, turn it upside down. You already have a wick ready to go and you don't have to make a new wick or carve that candle. So it saves a lot of sadness sometimes when you break that candle or you you know, you know do it wrong. It's really ready to go once you've cut off that tip of the colorful part. Once you've done that, you've got it ready to go. You've got the black half at the top and the colorful half at the bottom. Then you're gonna use your inscribing tool and write what you would like to get rid of on the black half. Now, sometimes you might know the source of negativity and you want to send that back. So if there's a person or or some place that you want to send away from you, banish from you, get it away from you, and you want to send all that negativity back, you can write the name of that. If you don't know who is sending negativity to you, or you want to just do a spell in general to send all negativity back, you could write my enemies, or you could write all negativity on that candle. If you really want to amplify it, you can write it so that the Words go downward toward the center of the candle. You're clearing something away. You can even write it in mirror writing and give it even more power. Backwards writing, backwards letters going down toward the center. Now, the lower half of the candle, the colorful part, is going to bring your blessings in. You're going to clear away the negativity, and then you're going to bring in your blessings. So you can inscribe the words of what you would like or your own name and inscribe that going upwards on the colorful part of the candle. You can write those in an upward direction, and those would be written in the normal way, not mirror writing. Now, once you've done that, you can dress it with reverse negativity oil on the black half and then a blessing oil of some kind on the colorful part. You can put some herbs for clearing and cleansing on the black half. You can put some herbs for blessing on the colorful half and then place your candle on top of a small mirror. If you can't get it to stand up on its own, you can melt the bottom of the candle and then affix it to the mirror. Speak your spell words and then light your candle. This is like two spells in one. You're doing a banishing, a clearing, a cleansing, and a reversing, and then you're bringing in your blessings, and it's all in one candle. What a beautiful way to work. As always, burn your candles when you're at home and awake. If you leave the house or go to sleep, snuff the candle out, and then just relight it with your intention. Speak your intention again as you relight it, and whenever you're able to keep your eye on it. Well, that about does it for this episode of Magic and the Law of Attraction. If you would like to get even more info about candle magic and candle spells, then you will want to check out the Learn page over at Parlor of Wonders, where you will find a ton of free resources, including workshops, blog posts, how-to guides, how-to videos, past podcast episodes, and the way to join me live over Zoom for the Magic Q&A Tea Party, which meets every Sunday, except for the first Sunday of the month, at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Just go to Wonders.com and click on the Learn tab to see all the goodies there. I got to give a thank you to the Spell Squad members out there who have subscribed to and shared this podcast with your friends. And thank you to the fabulous folks who have left reviews on those podcatchers like iTunes, Stitcher, those reviews really help get the word out about the podcast. And I super appreciate you taking the time to do them. I want to say thanks to Gilles Navarre for production and engineering. Thank you to Manfred Hofer for announcing. And thank you to you for joining me, whether you're joining me live here at the Live Magic Q&A, or you're listening to this podcast after the fact. I'm looking forward to our next episode when we'll be answering the question, how to use an offering bowl. Until next time, this is Madame Pamita saying keep making your life the most magical adventure ever.